your left. Marble Talk here and Get Into Geek. Episode 10. My name is Mitch. Joining me, Maddie Gibson. Captain Marvel in the house. Captain Marvel in the house. I tell you what, it's been a minute. Like, you know, we're here talking uh, a bunch of other gear. But uh, it's been a been a second since we talked some Marvel. I'm need a minimum in a moment. I'll stop. No, no, that's fine. Keep going. Does um, he know scroll? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he's singing again. Um, this is episode 10. Episode 9, if you would believe, hmm. uh, was our spoiler review of Black Panther. Oh. Wakanda Forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, wow. in fairness... I, th- I thought you were going to say... Um Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a no. That was probably episode seven. To be fair, we had, <laughs> we had a lot of time between episodes. Um, yeah, I mean, we we yeah, we I think we had plans and it just didn't happen. We haven't talked about Gar. You know what? Maybe when Guardians of the Galaxy hits uh, Disney Plus, let's make a, a false yeah, promise. Yeah. But one thing I, I actually am looking forward to, uh, to, and this is not what we're here to talk about tonight, but just on a, on um, you know missed opportunities and um, maybe Ooh. things that we can bring back. I still have not seen Quantum Mania. Um, because about That's an right. hour before a premiere screening, like mm. three days before the worldwide release, before anybody else in the world saw it and was somewhat disappointed by it, mm. I had to pull out of my screening. Maddie, you lived a long way away from the cinema. And, and Mitch has got four kids, so you know he never pulls out. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello, they, Sarah. They got graphic real quick. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> she, she, I know she can confirm. She said, yeah. um, "You were already on your way to the cinema," and yeah. I'm like, "Mate, some, you know, had some, just you know, some stuff go on." And you're like, "Hey, look, I'm here." You know, hey, Emma was there. Um, mm. in another team member, and you're like, "I'll see it." And uh, we made plans. We made plans to kiss us. Now I'm singing, but it's Tokyo. Um, to see that you. Myself and uh, and Lincoln, uh, who also didn't make yeah, the screening that night. Like, yeah, he, he pulled out as well. Which yeah, is which he's him. very good at because yeah. oh. he doesn't have children at the moment. Well, it's that, that he knows of. That he knows of, exactly. Yeah, because um, yeah, I feel like that's our thing because I do remember the closest we got. <laughs> what, us two pulling? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like the closest we got to missing one was Black Widow. And, oh, like, yeah. we just scraped it in. We had to go, like, it was like, Maybe a week before it left. Oh the yeah, we saw we... that in week five, and this is like this is like movies are just starting to come back. That's right. A yeah. year and a bit into COVID, what was that? June, July, two thousand and twenty-one. Something. Like we that. saw that in like week five of release. We yeah. just and we had to go into like really my local cinema, which yeah. is not at all one that I like to go to. <laughs> None of the cinemas are like a premium. Uh, they they yeah. are like the the seating is shit. Mm. One seat is hooked up to the other four hundred. If someone moves back, the whole eh, row, yeah, eh, everyone thinks it's like you're in a four D ride. Mm. They're not on a great angle to the cinema. Yeah, the if, sc- anyone, if anyone tall sitting in front of you, you're yeah, fall. the screens aren't even bi- like it's not a great place to watch movies. I'll say that. And Maddie, you live about four hours away from the no. drive. It's a long drive for you. Oh, it was not even forty minutes. It's fine. It just feels like. It didn't have a lot of payoff. The movie yeah. was fine. We enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I feel like Lincoln would have travelled further. He oh, he did. Coast, yeah, so. you're right. Actually, but you he don't care about. Like, he comes up all the time. He comes up all the time. He's my brother. It's fine, you know. You come across the river, and I'm like, dude, are you okay? Would you like a lay down? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we we I still haven't watched Quantum yeah, Mania because we one. didn't make it at the cinema. Yeah, no, it's the first MCU film that I never saw at the cinemas, and that that hurt even just for. You know, breaking a streak. Yeah. I was really the, the pissed off about it. You, the, yeah. Never saw it. Now it's in Disney Plus, and yeah. I still haven't seen it. But um, did, are we allowed to talk about coming off that mm-hmm. the opportunity that you had for Secret Invasion? 
Oh, finally. Yeah, you know, you're right. Because, I mean, that's what I want to talk about here. And we could have, the, the idea was that we were going to be able to have this recorded and done, and, and not even published, but done, ready to go weeks ago. Because I, you know, work in the media, occasionally get some access. Now, it's, it's one thing to get access to, like, network television. Easy. That's fine. And also, who cares? It's another thing for streamers. You've got to be on certain lists. You've got to know the right yeah. people. And generally speaking, you only we, meet them if you live in Sydney or Melbourne. Not not in our third biggest city in the country, Brisbane. Yeah. I mean, we, we get lucky. We get tickets to, you know, free tickets to see Marvel stuff. And stuff. Oh, yeah. But it's like Star Wars is generally like... <laughs> Buy a ticket, you peasant. Yeah, you know, there's not. So you know, we're not on all the all the lists. And all of a sudden, I find myself. I say we, but I mean you. And <laughs> me, I just, but that's okay. I mean, I'm like a, you said, you're only a forty minute drive away. I'm a solid plus one. <laughs> I'm always ready to be a plus one. Now, I will say, I did get preview access to the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, but um, I cannot remember if I actually watched that or not. I you didn't tell me about it, so I don't think so. Maybe not then. Maybe I waited until mm. it was out. Whereas, yeah, Secret Invasion comes along, and I'm like, who am I going to have to email and kiss and blow to get an mm. early look at this? Surely they're going to give someone a look at at least one episode. And then all of a sudden I get notice saying, hey, tomorrow you will have access for 48 hours to the first two episodes of Secret Invasion. I'm like, yeah. holy shit, this season is six episodes long. Yeah. I'm going to have a third of it done and dusted a week in advance. Now, you will also know that I'm a massive football fan. Correct. State of origin. Mm-hmm. The premier event in rugby league in Australia. Mm. Game two. Series deciding potentially. It's the best of three. No, no. You oh. got it a full week. Oh, it was a week in advance. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. What am I talking about? So what the, else did I have? The actual premiere was on. You're absolutely right. Was when you were at the game. Because yes. I had my friend up over from Canada. Yeah. So we actually had made plans as well to actually watch it together. Yeah, only, and your streaming was amazing because everyone was watching free-to-air television absolutely. watching the games. So you yep. had no problems connecting. Yeah. Yeah. You had like 48 hours of access a week before it came out. Oh, your in-laws came up, uh, came as well. They did. Yeah. God damn them. Shout out to Sarah again. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was a Thursday. And I thought, that's it. I'm picking them up. Yeah. I'm taking them back home. It was an hour's drive. I'm going to say, th- thanks. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm going to mm. sit down and watch two hours. And I'll, I'll maybe I'll just watch one hour. Maybe I'll watch one yeah. episode. Then I thought about having some sleep and waking up and watching two episodes before the two. No, nothing yeah. happened. So I actually lost my access. I finally got access. I didn't yeah. take advantage of it. Now I'm worried that they'll see that I didn't click on it and, and I won't get, get access again. next time. Yeah. I think in the, at the end of the day, it's probably for the best because A, they release one episode at a time. Yeah. Not uh, For a second when you showed me that, I was like, oh my God, we're going to get two episodes in mm. one here, like mm. Obi-Wan Kenobi or something like that. What yeah. Are we, what are we going to do? Um, but then you would have had to, we would have had to have seen it and then waited three weeks to see episode mm. three. Mm. So, and depend, like, silver linings. When I, you know, listen to, you know, some um, some great critics out of the States and they get access to this sort of stuff. And sometimes there might be a six episode season of whatever and they'll see four episodes yeah. worth. Like Moonlight, was that, I think that was six. Six, six or eight? I think six. I th- yeah, you can be right. I want to say six, and they got four episodes. So right up until Oof. the moment in Moon Knight where... You see the hippo? Yeah, the end of the fourth episode where you realise that he is in a uh, mental asylum. Mm. Well, is he? But that that reveal, that was a lot. And they got this like three or four weeks in advance of the premiere. Yeah, wow. So these people for like nearly two months are sitting on the idea that this is how this show is going to go and are waiting. And like it's Marvel going, hey, this is going to be the kicker. Yeah, you're right, six episodes. Right. And then Secret Invasion was kind of the same. So once I sat there and we are going to talk about the first two episodes, when the second episode starts, I'm like, oh, I can see why they screened for critics 
or streamed for critics, the first two episodes together. I can see why you would want to watch these two episodes mm. back to back. And a lot of it going in too uh, was that, hey, the first episode, bang, 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 bang. Second episode's a lot slower. Maybe not as good. Other people are going, it's slower, it's better. I'm like, okay, good. Well, I've got, I've got some great things to, yeah. to look forward to. Still took me five extra days to, to watch this, <laughs> the, the season premiere. But episode two, bang, I watched that uh, you know, within hours of it uh, going up. Because, hey, we're here to talk about episode two. So you've got to have seen episode one at least. Bang, we're doing mm. it. Two episodes. Spoiler alert. I read on Twitter because Twitter... Not ruins everything. It's my own fault for being on it. You know, when I know that there's bullets flying around, I don't know when to duck. Marie Hill dies. And I'm like, I just need to fucking. Oh, so we're led to believe. So we're led to believe. The fact that she didn't turn into a scroll. I mean, is she is. But again, yeah. we don't. We Nick, don't. I mean, Nick Fury faked his death in Winter Soldier. Many, many times. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, here we yeah, are. Until all the episodes are over, mm. I'm like, Marie's not dead yet. Yeah. They're not going to kill. Her. They're going to. They're going to kill Maria Hill in episode one. Well, you know what did it? And re, I rewatched episode one before watching episode two, and that's the last. That's the thing we end on. It's sort of like you yeah. know a drone shot just getting higher and higher it's away like, from uh, their body. Black Widow on. Um, on yes. Boromir. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Vormir. Boromir. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Boromir. Boromir. R.I.P. Denethon. And then it goes to black. Credits come in. Special guest appearance. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cold, guys. she also got on episode two. Yeah, but I mean... Was she in it? She was. Episode two started like 10 seconds before episode one ended. It was sort of like... Oh, right, 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 right. The shit going to town and Nick Fury like on top of her again. Like, no, 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 hill, hill, hill. He's a married man. Apparently. It's Kobe Smulders. How dare they? It's in the name. How dare they take... Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I didn't... I didn't see that come. I didn't want it coming because I'm mm. like, well, she, I feel like she hasn't had her due yet, right? Like she's in Avengers, she was introduced to the MCU audience, and then she's popped up in a few other things here and there. Obviously, I you know, guest starred on Agents of Shield to give it a little bit more cred to the movie watching audience, and you know, is is in other Avengers films. But you know, she's she's even smaller part in Age of Ultron. She had you know far far less to do in uh, Infinity War before she got dusted. You thought she played a big role in No Way Home, but it it was her, but then it wasn't, but it was still the actress. Yeah. But then you say, hey, no, hey, we're going to go back. It's sort of a boots on the ground. It's a dirty granny sort of spy thriller. That's what we're going for. Nick Fury, he can't call the Avengers because this is a personal problem. Even though it's global implications, it's still kind of a personal problem that started it. And so who is, who's he going to go to? Well, S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't really exist, but he's still got the people that he likes working with and he trusts. Maria Hill. Okay, it's them two. Those two against... It's still Samuel L. Jackson's show, but these two... No, she's dead. Yeah. Oh, what? I Because I really <laughs> want to see... Because if you think about it, in Endgame, when mm. everyone's brought back, you don't see Fury and Maria come back. No. Knowing that they got dusted together. Yeah. And then they're not really present, as far as we're aware, they're not present at the big final battle. No. When everyone comes back. Yeah. And then you only see Fury at Tony Stark's funeral. Spoiler yeah. Alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like we never really got any resolution to Maria in that in that aspect of mm. it. Which never did, actually didn't occur to me when I was watching any of the Spider-Man films. It wasn't until I watched this, I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. I guess because I was thinking about, like, uh, Maria Rambeau, when it's like you got to see her flashback, you know, to when she came back from being dusted. Mm. And then in, in Hawkeye, we got to see Yelena and all yeah. that. You know, so I'm like, I want to see that scene for um, Fury and Maria mm. and see what happened there. Mm. 
Yeah, that so, would be well. I mean, I'm hoping we get some more flashbacks of her. If if she's actually dead, um, I hope we do get some at least some more flashbacks to flesh out. Yeah, well, the fact that the mother comes into episode two and Oof. you know makes it a bit more <laughs> didn't like the scene or nah. <laughs> but where like did, where did they get her, that pull that woman from? Like what <laughs> what was that accent she was doing? I don't know. I mean, even the fact that she was there and I'm like, oh, that's got to be her mum, right? And I'm like, well, why would they bring in her mum? And then. It seemed like a real yeah. personal connection. I mean, the fact that she was even there allowed to see a body that was mm. pretty harsh hush because she's going to start some kind of war here um, between countries. Um, even though they're you know, trying to force that a bit by going, well, she was there, so obviously America did it, you know, and yeah. um, uh, whatever. But, um, I mean, just even adding that sort of personal touch and, you know, Fury would be hurting the fact that, yeah. that Maria's gone. And yeah, she did that cliche. Oh, so she died saving your life. This yeah, is all your I'm fault. gonna blame you. It's like no, she died doing what she set out to do, which was the right yeah. thing, and she was trying to protect this guy who she who, as you're telling me now, really really trusted. So and she yeah, she was she was shot by a guy who looked like Nick, like a guy who turned into Nick. Yeah, and shot her. Like come on, man. Mm. Oh come on, lady. But um, I, I would almost yeah say that we. It, it's not unlike any of these Marvel shows to throw in a flashback, either mm. a scene pulled straight from the films or an extra one shot in the vein of the films. Like you look at um, uh, Hawkeye when it showed Kate Bishop as a kid yeah. during the Battle of New York, which was really cool to sort of see it from that other perspective. And then I was about to say also the, then the scene from Nick and Maria getting dusted where the helicopter flies into yeah. the thing. And I was like, we've seen... Oh no, that was something that they they put into the Incredibles. Oh, yeah. That was that was that that got yeah, synced yeah. up with that. Where is my, my super, super suit? suit? Yeah, maybe we we're going to see that because that we uh, episode two opens. You know, I uh, well, the opening credits were on, and I quickly jumped up to the fridge to grab a drink, and my wife's watching it with me, and she just yells out, "1997, London!" I'm like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Like this is uncharted territory because, like, in the they didn't have a previously on in or you know a, a a previously in Marvel sort of thing going into episode one, and I was sitting there wondering whether Sarah would remember any of the vi- the events from a film that we watched four and a half years ago yeah. in Captain Marvel. Didn't ask any questions. Just, oh, okay. So there's a guy who speaks in an Australian accent that can turn into an alien. Like she just watched it. She's obviously not invested enough to ask the questions or she remembers everything, which is far less likely. <laughs> Episode two begins and it's very much a previously in the MCU. Here's all the highlights pertaining to these characters from Captain Marvel. And it went on for ages. And Sarah's mm. like, did I fall asleep last when was any <laughs> no, no, this is it's in a movie Captain Marvel right and I even wonder whether she would even remember who Captain Marvel was at this point because again we haven't watched the movies for so long like you life, know it's life, <laughs> and then life. it gets to 1997 I'm like hang on this is two years after Captain Marvel mm. but we haven't seen anything else in nine we've seen stuff in 1999 I believe in some well no what happened in 1999? It doesn't matter. 1997 pops up. We get the flashback there where, once again, Samuel L. Jackson has to be de-aged. Uh, looks great. Looked good. Looked yeah, really, looked good, really good. Which is one of the better, you know, I, I, I haven't seen it yet. Indiana Jones and the Dollar Destiny is out right now. Just come out um, this week. Harrison Ford gets de-aged for, I think, like a 20-minute segment. And, you know, with some of the trailer stuff, it looks cool. Hopefully, yeah. in the final product does. But for Captain Marvel, being Sounds four like years Zelda old. Game to me. Yeah, right. Yeah, it does. Zelda yeah. and the Dial, Dial of Destiny. Destiny that um, he, it, it still stands up. That's, that is one of the few CGI things. In a franchise that people criticize the shit out of the CGI, 
that looks pretty good. And Nick Fury being de-aged. Yeah, so, the only thing they couldn't de-age was that old man run that he did in the, yeah, in yeah, the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. facility. Hello again, Indiana Jones. Um, yeah. there's, uh, you know, Harrison Ford can be doubled until it's Harrison Ford um, <laughs> and runs like an old man. Whereas, yeah, actually, in saying that, I'm not really... I mean, he's meant to look old in this, but I'm not... I'm getting this sort of like tired Nick Fury. I'm not like, oh, that's a 70-something-year-old yeah. Samuel Jackson still trying to, the to get around. Wonder. The beard does wonders. It does wonders. Whereas, uh, you know, you get you don't get much chance to feel that way in that flashback scene to show that he knew the bad guy um, as a uh, as a as a child, and that you know these the scrolls were were very few. And he's asking, "Hey, you help keep my planet safe, and we are sick." And I'm like, I was waiting for a massive reveal there that we're going to see some key figure in the MCU revealed to be one of the scrolls that were there in London in 1997. Yeah. Didn't happen. It was there to sort of plant some seeds for who yeah, was going to be like there. This is really, they're saving this for like what, the Marvels and probably a tie-in to um, Thunderbolts as well, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I feel like we're not going to get a big reveal until like episode six. I did I did love all the... um. The fan theory is going around after episode one, and one guy was just confused. He's like, the Gravik, Gravik, Gravik. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's gonna be Nick Fury's son because he's the. And then it's like first thing in episode two is just like, here's a thirteen year old Gravik. He's a scroll, guys. Get over it. Yeah, it's kind of like watching, um, uh, you know, heading into Force Awakens, and it's like John Boyega. He's definitely gonna be Lando's son. Why? Because he's black. Yeah, he's the only other black person in the universe. I mean, even the reveal, just, just now looking at the, the cast in front of me, Amelia Clark, hello, Khaleesi, uh, revealed as, as Gaia, um, as the yeah. son of, uh, sorry, the daughter of, of Talos. I wasn't expecting that. Like, going Gaia, into it. Mother of Earth. <laughs> we'd never. Tired of all the pollution. <laughs> I was actually telling all my she, kids, introducing them to Catch from Planet during the week. She finds five teenagers with attitude and gives them rings. <laughs> Earth, fire, wind. Do you know what I realized the other day? Someone pointed out to me Captain Planet <laughs> yeah. is actually just wearing, like, Speedos, a mm. crop top, and boots. Yeah, because otherwise it's all the same color as yeah. him, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Either that, or he's wearing yeah, like skin colored tights, uh. and his skin just happens to be blue. It's certainly a choice. Yeah. Okay, was right. it the eighties or was it just nineties? Nineties, just nineties. Yeah, it didn't didn't even peak, and yeah, okay. Yeah, because uh, Whoopi Goldberg was the voice of Gaia. That's right. And Lavar Burton was the voice of Kwame. Oh my god! Now I'm going to, have to find that. Introduce my kids. Ugh, so good. Hey, no one said that show was woke. But it was. It was a yeah. show about saving the environment, guys. Yeah, by by five differently coloured people. Hey, no one had a problem with it back then. It's like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Now it's like you couldn't make that now. No. Hey. Hey. Oh, they'd probably make the white guy black. <laughs> <laughs> Does it come in black? Um, uh... yeah. I there was no. It was it was her. It was Amelia Clark and Olivia Coleman's characters heading in in the behind the scenes. Mm. We only ever saw pictures of them as themselves. It's like, oh, I think they're obviously going to be scrolls. Now, to this point, at this stage, we don't know that Olivia Coleman's character is a scroll. You would argue that after episode two, she definitely isn't one. Yeah. she's just a human, you know, kind of mob boss sort of thing with the with the know how. But yeah, is Amelia, she, is she like official? Like, do you reckon she's like part of like some kind of? You know, British version of Shield or something like Maybe that. Maybe a like rogue MI? agent. Maybe yeah, someone who's like right. left the business. She's also got resources. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like that weird serum. It's like, oh, your, your blood's going to boil at 160 degrees or something. Oh, like my that. God. What a way to torture somebody. Yeah. Holy Christ. I mean, I love that she went in and there were these, you know, hard nut Russians that were like, yeah. tell us where your people are. And they're like, we've tried everything. 
I'm like, this this guy looks fine. She's, she's like a cross between Mary Poppins mm. and um, what's her name from Harry Potter Five, the chicken pink, Imelda. Imelda Staunton. Yeah, yeah her yeah. character. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of that in there. I just love the way. Like, she also played Queen Elizabeth, as did uh, in the Crown, as did uh, Olivia Coleman. That's so. one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't talk about the crown. Yeah, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, only if I can talk about how Olivia Coleman is the mum in Heartstopper as well. Um, I don't know what Heartstopper is, but you can talk about Olivia oh. Coleman. She is just delightful, fantastic. She's so she's good. so good in this. Like I love her. Like obviously we we saw her in episode one, but I love the introduction in episode two where she just like walks into the butcher and he's like, <laughs> the daughter was locked. She's hmm. like. That should tell you what to know about me <laughs> and what I think of locks. So and when she walks in, she's like, "Where's the uh, where's the escape hatch in this? Oh, what, how'd she mm. refer to the room? It was something like something gross, but it was just yeah. like a. I have a feeling I can go into need it later. And then even she gets on her knees and like crawls out a tunnel, like she's she's down doing the yeah. dirty stuff, but otherwise presents herself as this you know very well presented uh, yeah. lady of questionable morals and yeah. and resources and motives. Um, mm. But yeah, it's like. It's like okay, we got a kind of a good handle on her. We get revealed that Amelia Clark is Gaia. She is Talos's daughter, who he referred to early in the episode as having just sort of went on, did her own thing. I yeah. thought after her mother had died, until he revealed to her in the tunnel. Oh no, she's she died. Yeah, this is, these were her last words, and, and Gaia was very surprised that her mother was uh, was dead. So obviously, she's left pissed off after what. 25, nearly, I guess 30 years at this stage in the, in the MCU timeline, uh, at least 30 human years of being told, we're going to find you a new home and having a new home not found by them and going off to join the little, you know, freedom fighter um, faction of uh, of the Skrulls. But then for Talos then to turn it back on her and say, when she says, how did mum die or whatever? And he's like, well, why don't you ask the people that you work for? As if to say, how you they killed her, which... We haven't gotten any more information on at this point. I don't believe, right? Like it's yeah, not. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's 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 a it's a hard show to critique and and make sense of. I think un, until the final episode, like yeah. we're, we're watching a movie and we're mm. only sort of two acts in, so it's really hard to sort of know what the truth is because it's like especially in episode two where you're like, oh, okay, so guy is definitely not working with Talos, and then. Mm. There's that moment where, you know, she sneaks into that alley and she's on the phone talking to someone or something. It's like, is she involving? And then Talos seems to know things that he shouldn't be knowing unless Guy yeah. is the one telling him. Yeah, so what did you get but from then... that? Like, at the end of the first episode where she, she's like, oh, no, she ran away from her dad. You know, she, like, you know, bitch slapped him, shot at him, whatever the go <laughs> was, ran off. Then obviously reaches out to him and says, okay, there's going to be an attack tomorrow. There's going to be three devices. I'll spray paint them with some um, infrared um, spray. I'm like, uh, that's a thing? Of course it is. Infrared spray. <laughs> what, basically with um, Star-Lord juice. Yeah, his, yeah. Um... <laughs> and then they're tracking her. They don't see the handover. It's a, it's a dummy up. They're all they're all empty. And I was like, yeah. oh, you bitch. Like she, she right. climbed her dad in. And then afterwards... I, I, yeah, we don't get a, a clear answer, but I'm like, hang on. She wouldn't have been aware that they were empty. Once she handed them over, she would have legged it out. Then the bombs go off because Gravik, you know, he's got a little kill switch. Yeah. So Gaia isn't aware of that. She's she's left. There's smoke going off. She can hear the explosions. As far as she knows, she's done her job. If she is working with her dad and giving him information because she thinks that maybe Gravik and co. were behind her mother's death all of a sudden, or 
was that part of the plan all along? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like, like that. I like that, that whole, intrigue. Um, do they know that we know that they know that we know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is perfect for this show, right? And and there's been some talk online and, and uh, you know, hey, Twitter's a wonderful place, let's Ugh. be fair. And, I mean, thank God we're not talking about DC found, stuff here because, the, my God, that's spicy. I found the most amazing thing you can do on Twitter. Uh-huh. Let me just, Get off um, it. <laughs> no, no, no. So um, let me just open up my app. Where is it? So when you go to your feed, mm-hmm. there's two little things at the top. There's... For you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And following. Yes. If you flick over to following, it's much nicer. It's a delightful place. Well, the online discourse mm. uh, about this show is that it's boring, it's too long, there's not about, and it's like, uh, that's coming from some people. Mm. Then you obviously got your defenders as well. I mean, to and, be fair, I said the same thing about Andor, so I can't. Yeah. And, but, yeah, and maybe, <laughs> this, that, maybe this, that's the thing is that this, you know, that wasn't your Star Wars, right? Yeah. You wanted something different from Star Wars, whereas. And someone, I wish I had it in front of me. Someone, maybe it's that I follow. Maybe it's in the for you segment. I can't, I can't remember. And they said this is saying a lot about the oh, the difference. There's too many in a way. Just MCU watching people watching this show that don't watch enough other TV, so they're just used to the MCU being a movie thing. The speed, the yeah. tone, the pace, whatever. Then they watch uh, at this stage their hour long shows you yeah. know I, I read a comment from the director last week saying some episodes will be significantly less than an hour and i'm like hang on a second i feel like six months ago you guys said every episode's an hour yeah. there's six episodes this will be the first like proper hour long show that you have first episode has been like 55 minutes 54 minutes so we're pretty close because those credits go for five sorry yeah. so we'll, 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 we'll seven and a half well yeah actually yeah you're right actually we'll um <laughs> we'll we'll let them have uh have that now, I watched episode one about two days before I watched episode two, so I can't say for certain and give myself all the credit, but I really like this being a week-to-week show. I would, because yeah. if it was a binge show, we'd be done by now, mm. and we'd be waiting for the next thing, whereas this is the first Marvel TV show since Miss Marvel? Or She-Hulk did come... Oh, God, I can't remember. Whatever. Maybe it was She-Hulk. Who knows? But either way, it feels like it's been a minute, and whether it was Miss Marvel or She-Hulk... You know, you had a lot of dude bros out there that didn't like those for for whatever reason. And yeah. hey, look, you know, those shows weren't amazing, but they I didn't like didn't deserve the hate that they got no. thrown. Even if you found negatives, oh, we could sit here and we could break them down yeah. and find a lot of negative stuff in there. But they did not deserve the hate that they got. Not top tier Marvel at all, but again, not awful shit. So it's been a minute. So then this show comes along. It's the first TV show, which is a, a, a long time to wait. The last two years worth of Marvel TV, since we've had Marvel TV since the start of 21, uh, WandaVision came out like late Feb or mid to late Feb of 2021. Moon Knight was out last really? year, like March, I want to say that started. So to wait until June before we get our first TV series. And it's probably a calculated decision so that it ties mm. in well with the Marvels at the end of the year, which got pushed back recently and all of whatever. Yeah. I'm glad that we're doing this week-to-week release thing because I think this show, for the first time almost since WandaVision, it's got that talkability about it, like the questions that you're going to ask. Like WandaVision was nine episodes. and Every week we were going, well, what does this mean? Who is this person? And how yeah. is this going to tie into it? And, and where is this going to lead to? I, you think, know. I feel like there's less of that at the moment, but it also could be because I flicked over to following and not... Yeah. So I'm not seeing a lot of, <laughs> of the, the hate. The hate, or just the speculation. Like, yeah, okay. Where's Mephisto? Oh, I'm you not know, saying. I'm not seeing. As I'm much. not seeing a lot of it. I just mean how this show. Like, I can't wait for episode three. Yeah, it's it's. I think it probably boils down to. I think there are, and this is an oversimplification, 
but there are two kinds of Marvel fans. There's us, who are the Marvel fans who think Winter Soldier is the best Marvel film, and then there's those who don't. Uh, who think um, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, maybe. you know, whatever it may be. Probably Iron Man 1 or, you know, Endgame or Infinity War, which, you know, yeah, you're, yeah, not, yeah. you're not that wrong. No. I'm not even saying, I don't even know how I feel about Winter Soldier. It's definitely, it hasn't fallen. No. Like, it's not that, it, I'm not like, oh, it's in the top 10. Like, it's top three. Absolutely. At worst, yeah. it's, it's well, great. Well, it's one of those things, you, you put, you put, Infinity War and Endgame aside, because they're their own thing, mm. and then it's number one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so I feel like anyone who, and I know we've had this conversation with Brendan, is like he's he's like Winter Soldier's in your top. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, mm. what are you talking about? Also, not a Captain America fan either. So yeah, wonder how much that stains it. But but also me neither. Like Captain America one, I watched the first twenty five minutes of that, and then I turn it off because I fall asleep otherwise. Mm. Like, uh, basically, I mean, you're saying. We're together as a, a, a fandom within the MCU because we like Winter Soldier. Oh, Winter Soldier. But on in in the Captain America First Avenger instances, yeah, that, we separate again. We're in different sections of that Venn diagram because I I do love the First yeah. Avenger. Yeah. No, I get up to the point that the where he gets buffed up and then yep. he chases the guy down the street. Yeah. And then he gets away, and I'm done. Okay. Yeah, that's me done. The, then, like, it's not like a, oh, I'll tune out for thirty minutes and come back. It's no, just, I'll stop. You're done. Lob, wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, credit where credit's due. I mean, you're enjoying a Captain America film before he becomes Captain America. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you're only there once he gets the muscles. Yeah, so that's exactly. good. Hey, so hey, yeah, no, th- power to you. I when we went in to see Winter Soldier, I was just like, oh, Captain America, who cares? Mm. Winter Soldier was so fucking good. Yeah, like just the just the modernization of him doing his. Pa- anyway, we can get into a whole thing about that. <laughs> but I feel like this is the most Winter Soldiery type thing because it is that spy espionage. Mm. Does this person, there's this a plan within a plan and within a plan within a plan. Does this person know that we know that they know that we know that they know that we know that they know? Mm. I love all that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, When it's done well. Yeah. And so far, I mean, we're only two episodes in, but so far it's being done well. Because mm. it's just, you know, that whole thing at the start with um, uh, old mate from, from Wakanda Forever. What's his name? The token white dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, Everett Ross. Everett Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that whole thing at the start was, like, a really cool, weird, sort of cold open. Then it's just like, well, he he was a he was a scroll. Mm. We haven't actually seen Ross in this thing yet. I yeah, not think. in this thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it enough, d- did nothing to suggest that that was, that's who he's been the whole time. Correct. Yeah, they didn't do anything stupid. Like, there was a very key line very early on uh, with uh, Maria Hill saying, oh, that's what Ross is in, the imposter Ross said or something. Yeah. You know? like, okay, good. It wasn't like you were just, holy shit, this guy who's been helping out Wakanda all this time was actually kind of yeah, hoping to blow up the world. Because that's like saying when... Fury and Maria turn into scrolls in Spider-Man. It's like, mm. oh my god, they've been scrolls this whole time. No. Yeah, actually, and on that too, um, I I feel like they made a they made a point. They said, oh, the blip, which okay, the snap is what killed everyone, right? Yeah. The blip is what brought everyone back. And obviously, no, is, they said after the blip, it, you were different. The which blip is, the blip is the five years, isn't it? Well, yeah. The, oh, well, yeah. I was thinking the blip was the the what Hulk did. I, I believe at oh, one right. stage it, it was called the blip. Either the blip, yeah. Like, yeah. I guess for people that come back, it was a blip. Yeah. Um, that. Yeah, when they go after the blip, you you changed and then you disappeared. So yeah, he took off to save us. That was when he took off. So everyone, you know, asking those questions. Oh well, hang on, because of the whole sandwich 
toasts cutting diagonally thing that we learn about in Captain Marvel that he can't eat a sandwich if, unless it's cut a certain way, whereas he had eaten it differently in Age of Ultron, which was in a film that was made four years earlier and they probably didn't plan that, or the person with, that wrote Captain Marvel. With a different creative team behind it. Sure, and that the people that wrote Captain Marvel didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't like... Why would you do that research? Has Nick Fury ever eaten a sandwich before? Like, why would you do this? <laughs> yeah. And everyone probably making those films would have said no, because why would they know? You'd have to go online and ask, you know, someone in the fandom, because yeah. we know things that we shouldn't. I believe that at that moment, until proven otherwise, but I think this is a step towards saying the Nick Fury we've always seen, except for Far From Home, but that was revealed to us, the Nick Fury that we've always seen, believing to be Nick Fury, has been Nick Fury. Yeah. He's only been away and gone since, since some died. time after Tony died in Endgame, yeah. and then we are revealed to see him uh, uh, on Saber, and then he comes down from that now yeah. because he feels like there's, there's some shit going down. So I feel like that that question has kind of um, been answered until it's turned around that it hasn't. Yeah. I'm also keen to figure out like and know what, Saber is because, mm. as far as I'm aware, that's an MCU specific thing. I've never heard of Saber before. So it's been sword, right? It's been shield and sword. Mm. So it's like I feel like we kind of used up sword in One Division, and I'm like, I don't know why. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Maria worked for sword, mm. and it's just like, well, why, why couldn't Nick have been up on sword? Why, yeah, why did it? I don't know. So I'm interested to see why we're creating a whole new mm. uh, division just for that. Maybe just because we burnt Shield too early. Well, yeah. not too early, like you know. But the, the it Shield... do, I mean, in the grand scheme, at the time, I felt like it. It, it felt too early. Mm. But then, the longer this has gone on, I'm like, God, I wish that. Like the in episode two, where Nick Fury sits down in that otherwise empty restaurant to have a drink with Rhodey in one of the great scenes in the MCU. Oh, so good! Holy shit! Let's just hit play on that now and yeah. just listen to the whole thing. I'm I'm there thinking he's he's the guy that used to run Shield, and now he's like this rogue guy that no one knows where they can trust. I'm like, mm. no, why can't Shield still be a thing? Like he would, he would have that much clout. Like he's a yeah. he's a he's a different agency that deals with shit that you guys don't want to handle you don't want to believe exists you palm it off to shield and they deal with the crazy stuff and it's just something that we wrote away as like a as a as a twist almost for the for the hydra thing which again in its film in the in the movie itself brilliant yeah oh by the way shield actually half hydra it always has been yeah but since then, I'm like, oh, just, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., great. Like, oh, we had a couple of agents running around and they kind of reformed S.H.I.E.L.D., but no yeah, one in the like MCU knew about it. Bunker and... Yeah. Because you know, yeah. um, it would ruin the Avengers or some shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of feels too early. But I guess, you know, hey, these movies, up until the Disney Plus thing coming along and we're making TV, we're only telling two or three stories a year as opposed yeah. to releasing 400 comics a year where you can just use shit all the time. So... You know, we're only going to have actors for six or seven projects or whatever, so we need to, you know, use them and progress stories and things. But it does feel like it was burnt out a little bit. But I guess it it allows this story to exist in the way that it it is, where Shield isn't a thing and Nick Fury yeah. is working by himself, and um, you know, it is post uh, a Thanos world. And the idea they yeah. they bring in Thanos, like, hey, Thanos, come along and prove to you that no matter how safe you think you make the world, there's always someone more dangerous that yeah. you can't stop. But also, it's like, well, if Nick has been on this saber station it's like well there had to have been some kind of resources or something like to have that made mm. and he was like 
it's weird that suddenly he's just come down like, oh, we can't trust you anymore. But it's like, yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm keen to know more about that. Yeah, kind of like that... he was, yeah, he was too far away to bother with. Like, they're like, hey, yeah. we've, we've, we've heard that he's come down. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. at least up there he couldn't do anything to anybody. Whereas it's funny too, having already seen, like, even before one of the main trailers for Secret Invasion, we got the trailer for The Marvels, mm. which starts off with Nick Fury up on Sabre. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so I guess we're led to believe because how intertwined the Captain Marvel story is from the first film to Secret Invasion, just with the Kree and the Skrulls, that you would think, not just because it's released first, that Secret Invasion does take place, chronologically speaking, before the Marvels when it's released at the end of the year. Mm. So... I wouldn't have said that, that Samuel Jackson was going to die at the end of this anyway, but it's like, oh, well, he's fine. He goes back up into Sabre until some big shit happens. Well, he also didn't have his big bushy beard. No. So, so I mean, I feel like we've goes. seen shots in the trailer where he does, sh- he like gets his trench coat, <coughs> he sh- he gets his trench coat, he shaves his beard, and he mm. gets back to looking more like Nick Fury. Although, Fury, Nick Fury. Fury, 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 Nick. Nick Fury. Uh, well, I guess he is at the moment, Nick Fury. Yeah. Um, hello, the name of the episode. Um... He gets around a lot in this. Like, he doesn't really care about his eye anymore. The eye patch is a thing of the yeah. past. I'm like, that's probably a, a Samuel Jackson going, I'm not wearing that. Yeah, and they're just doing all the eye <laughs> and the scratching posts. Yeah, I'll, you know what? I'll wear that for 10 minutes a day on a film set. Sure, because I'm on a film set for two days. Yeah, I'm not wearing this shit for six months. No. I'm sorry. Like, you can draw three dots on my face and yeah. do the rest later. <laughs> I'm Samuel motherfucking Jackson. I'm not, I'm not doing this. You know, uh, I'm Robert. Getting too, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> he really is. I'm hoping, the work. Uh, obviously we get the big reveal at the end of episode two that um, Nick is married. He's married to the scroll oh, lady. Oh, what the fuck? And as far as I can tell, that's the scroll lady that in the flashbacks is the one that introduced him to Gravik. Okay. Because she was wearing a ring and the voice sounds kind of familiar. So I think that's, right. the, I think that's the same lady. She was wearing a, a a ring in the... As a scroll in the flashbacks. Oh, so like they could have been together that long. That long, yeah. Yeah, wow. I think. I did like how like Fury went and got like the, the Land Rover out of the thing. Mm. I'm hoping we might even get a little bit of a Winter Soldier where that's got some fun gadgets and stuff oh, in it. I remember God, like his, yes. his big black SUV in um, Winter Soldier had all yeah. the cool stuff in it. Yeah. So I'm hoping maybe, yeah, there's some little gadgets in that mm. or it's you know, bulletproof or something or other. Yeah. So. One thing, I mean, they they mentioned Iron Man in it, but like one thing that, again, that, that Winter Soldier did so well, we, we throw back to that a lot, but that's like, it is a certain tone that yeah. a lot of people, fans of the MCU, do throw back to and it's go. It's also one of the last times we saw Fury. You know, really, I mean, in in any significance, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Fury, Fury, not uh, not Talos Fury. Yeah. They mention, you know, at one stage Alexander Pierce, which they name drop in episode yeah. two of uh, Secret Evasion. Yeah, Alexander Pierce mentions to Nick Fury, "Hey, I'll do this for you, but you got to get um, uh, Tony to stop by to my grandson's birthday or That's something, right. you know, and, and mingle." Other than that, there's no real mention of the Avengers, but it doesn't feel like there was a a place for them, like. No well, one else outside of Captain America knew that something wrong was going on. Yeah, and he had no means really of, and they weren't, they weren't a team at that point, right? They they did a thing in New York, then they didn't really get back together until a deleted scene before Age of Ultron. Not even deleted scene, just like, yeah. hey, Thor was all of a sudden he rejoined a group that he was never part of, and Iron Man all of a sudden decided that he was Iron Man again, and Captain America decided to come back and be out of hiding and. Again, weird shit that they just pushed on with an Age of Ultron that yeah. sort of forgot about a lot of the ways that the individual movies ended. But 
that worked well without the Avengers. Iron Man 3, I still to this, I get a lot of problems with Iron Man 3. Still to this day, I do not understand why in Iron Man 3, when the world knew of these terrorist attacks going on, and the world knew that the President of the United States had been kidnapped, that Captain America isn't sent in to help or to yeah. do it. And because Iron Man was dead and dusted, no one knew where the fuck Tony Stark was. He, they thought he maybe he'd been killed in his mansion when it got blown up. The president's just been kidnapped, and no one seemingly was doing anything about it. How do you not send in Captain America yeah, and a Shield team like at the president. start of Winter Soldier? So I feel like they didn't answer or explain why this was an other than the outside of movie world. Uh, where it's like, we didn't know whether the Avengers was going to be a successful film, so when we made the next film that was going to be an individual solo story again, we didn't want to mention that shit yeah. in case it was tarnishing the brand. Captain America comes along. We know it's not a tarnished brand, but also we don't have to mention that because there's no real place for them to need them until they did, and then it would have been like way too late for any of them to help. In this, I like that they reference it too, that Nick Fury says, no, this is my fight. Like I can't bring them in. I don't know that I bought so much. I think in episode two, he's like, well, if I bring them in and then shit goes wrong, they could be doubled by a, by a scroll. And I'm like, I think they already could. Yeah. Like if a scroll really wanted to look like Tony Stark now or, or look like Thor, they probably already could. Like yeah. nothing's stopping them. As far as we know, they don't need mm. to like acquire them by touch or see them at a very close distance, right? Like they could just look like them because they wanted to. Well, there was that thing in episode one where the beanie guy had to like stare at his face to get the face right. Yeah, I found that strong. And rewatching it, I was like, wow, why do they have to do that again? But that's and then they throw them back into the machine. That means he can never take that beanie off. Because when you're introduced <laughs> to the other guy, he comes to the fence and he takes his little hat off, yeah. the little furry hat, and then shows that he's a scroll, mm. then puts the hat back on. Mm. But then I thought what would have been more clever is for them to take the yellow beanie off the yellow beanie guy, mm. and then he turns into him and then puts it on. Yeah. But part of him now so can can he pull that beanie off if interesting he to? interesting yeah. yeah but going back to what you're saying so there's an amazing uh cartoon that i think everyone should watch and i was talking to you about it earlier it's avengers earth's mightiest heroes now is this on disney plus or something yes okay good i've got it on dvd because cool. i'm better than everybody else yeah, absolutely uh it was the show that they cancelled when disney bought marvel and then they started making avengers assemble Right. So I don't think it's two seasons, but the whole thing, I think between season one and two, it's like there's characters that have been replaced to do the whole secret invasion, scroll thing. People like, I'm not going to give it away because mm. there's some amazing stuff in there. But one of the big battles at the end is with the scroll, and there's all these super powered scrolls. So there's the super scroll from mm. Fantastic Four. And he's just one scroll guy, and he has all four powers of all the four Fantastic Four people right. in him as a person. He can flame on, he can stretch, he can do it all in one. But then there was also all these other scrolls that had like Wolverine power and Cyclops power and Thor power and stuff like that. Mm. Because a scroll, just because it imitates you, can't imitate superpowers. Yeah. They are strong, which mm. has been established in this one, which I feel like we didn't really establish in no. Captain Marvel. No, that moment where Talos say, oh, leave it to me, and just like breaks the padlock. I was yeah. like, what the shit? <laughs> so obviously, you know, a scroll could intimidate, uh, imita imitate. Captain America, mm. you know, but couldn't imitate Thor and use lightning powers yeah. or things like that. So that's what I think that machine is that Gaia was looking at. Oh, well, what about the screen where the, it had all the, like, Groot, Groot and um, um, a frost giant yep. and something else? I think oh, it's there it because then there's also a moment when they're, when Olivia Coleman is interrogating the guy and he's like, oh, there's something about they're trying to make us better, yeah. blah, 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 blah. 
So I think that machine is going to lead us into Super Scrolls. Yes, because there was that shot, right? And I kind of, now, especially seeing this is kind of where they're going, I wish they had kept it out of the trailer because I don't think it added any what? any further like mystery where you see Gravik, a very brief shot where he like throws his arm out yeah. And it's like, I mean, if you were only watching oh, it from other like Marvel, tentacle. tentacle, and it looked kind of like yeah, he yeah. had like Venom sort of powers or something uh, from the from. Um, yeah, right. But now that we've seen, you know, Groot, I was like, oh, that's some Grootish yeah, sort of so shit I, going on. I think on. they're trying to get superpowers. Yeah, because yeah, then they could imitate. Avengers and superpowered people. Yeah. Four things we have seen before, which is very yeah, convenient. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, the four <laughs> things are like, oh, it's just what the audience has become uh, accustomed to. Yeah. So that got me excited because then also leads into some potential X-Men stuff. Because, mm. uh, yeah, when um, when Amelia Clark was first cast, like the casting announcement, I was like, oh, she's got to be Abigail Brand. She's going to be, because Ab- Abigail Brand, again, is in the uh, Avengers vs. Mightiest Heroes. She's like the captain of of the sword ship mm. that they stole from a Kang, like the the, the big ship called the Damocles, um, is a big ship that Kang has, and she was like in command of that, and she's secretly a mutant with like green fire powers and stuff. I'm like Amelia Clark would be great as yeah, Abigail yeah, yeah. Firebrand, um, but yeah, then she's Gaia. So, and obviously that would could potentially then lead us into like a post credit scene at the end of Secret Invasion. If there's a super scroll, then it's like, well, that's then going to lead us into the Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's true. That's cool. Because yeah, I feel mm. like the super scroll is a big is a big thing for the Fantastic Four. You know, we defeat the scrolls or whatever it may be. I think the the two big reveals. Well, there's three big reveals that I would like to see at the end. I don't want to see all of them, mm. but I want to see maybe at least two of them. Maybe the main ending being the reveal that it's like, oh, Rhodey's a scroll or you know whoever. You know, someone on the Avengers has to be has God, to be a scroll. Yeah. Number two would be yeah, like the maybe the post credits thing, like the second reveal being, you know, yes, we defeated this scroll, you know, invasion or whatever, you know, this we'll get to Gravik being a spoilt brat in a minute. <laughs> um, but you know, they foil his plans, bloody 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 blah blah. But they managed to before they foiled the plans and destroyed that machine, we get one super scroll. And that's just a dot 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 to be continued in the Fantastic Four kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Third thing, and this is what I would really love to see, is the reveal of Hulkling. So Hulkling is the husband of Wiccan, who obviously we've been introduced to. That's Wanda's son. Obviously, they're a bit, they're a bit young to be getting married yet, so we've got time. But obviously, we are setting up Young Avengers, um, and Hulkling is actually half Kree, half Skrull. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, so I would love to see maybe some kind of, no- and he's like of royal blood or something mm. like that. Can so I just I say would... the other two things? The other two uh, samples of genetics yeah. um, they were dealing with was Carl Obsidian. So the um, that's right. The one of the um, the big guy. The big guy got his hand cut off. Yep. Um, one of uh, which Thanos's. makes sense because we probably have his hand floating about. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. And Extremis. From Iron Man three, so I was some some healing shit going on. So I mean that those all work. I mean you got whatever they're going to get from Cull Obsidian, um, you know whatever type of uh, strengths and or or whatever they're going to get from him. The Frost Giants too. I mean, I don't know regenerative ability. I mean Groot, I guess is is that too. But like extreme. I mean it all works. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I I kind of not that I have a, a great. Um, hold on the on the scrolls, and again, I don't know much about super scrolls. Like to me, I'm just yeah. like, ah, oh, 
just to throw in like all oh, these DNAs of all these other things to make these guys who I, I feel in a okay, I call it grounded. It's about aliens that can shapeshift, <laughs> but in a in the grounded sense of what this is tonally trying to be, to then just throw in you know the super shredder of of scrolls, and it's like they're huge. They got all these. You know, I feel like they're they're threatening enough just being well, able to look like everybody. I, I just feel like maybe it would be a backdoor. Maybe they'll they'll retrofit it because it's like obviously, you know, the Fantastic Four solar winds mm. gives them their powers. Blah blah blah. But I'm like, I feel like Marvel would kind of pull the kind of shit where they'd be like, okay, well. Maybe the Fantastic Four get their powers from the Super Scroll mm. or something like that. Mm. Yeah, no, they could like pull yeah. a pull a Una Reverse card. Yeah, on yeah, and do that. Just as long as it isn't like a failed Tony Stark experiment, because so many people are related to Tony's past. Yeah, in the or, MCU. Well, and then also there's so many that are um you know failed attempts at redoing the Super, Super Soldier yeah, yeah, yeah. Serum. Mm. Yeah, so because there's in the um in the nine I forgot about it in the nineties um. Uh, Spider-Man cartoon when uh, what's her name gets turned into Black Cat mm. that's a version of the Super Soldier serum yeah. she like transforms and then comes back and then mm. transforms and gets all muscly and like yeah, turns yeah, yeah. into a WWE female wrestler yeah. and then she's just a little tiny little just mm. a little guy again yeah <laughs> um, so I'm down I'm mm. whatever now tell me more about Gravik being a spoiled little oh my god <laughs> what a douche and what a stupid plan it's like Oh, well, Nick obviously just didn't do what, what he told us he was going to do fast enough and find us a home, so I'm just going to take over his home? Mm. Get fucked. <laughs> Get fucked, you spoilt little shit. That's such a dumb idea. It's such a dumb plan. I like that they obviously planted the seed in that 1997 flashback that's like, hey, he's got some demons going on. Like mm. He just cut through a bunch of Cree uh, warriors. Yeah, I think yeah. you know we need to we need to make him feel better. We need to like you know uh, exercise his demons a little bit because yeah. and obviously you know he was just he, you know maybe maybe brought up in the in the rough neighborhood over in London you know and but I, I was confused by the council meeting where they all except for the one the one scroll that actually had a brain <laughs> that was like we all fought in the war. Mm. It's we didn't lose because we weren't willing to fight. It was a good monologue, yeah. Like yeah. she gave a fantastic speech there. Yeah. I'm like she's the only one with any fucking common sense. Mm. I don't understand why everyone else just bowed to Gravik so quickly. I'm like you know what, what what are you all trying to There was um my first thought about what his character reminded me of and it's another Marvel property but way back when 25 years old mm. uh a bit Deacon Frost in the first Blade film where he was, he's one of them. He's not part of the council. Like obviously Gravik is when we see him in, in this show, mm. but Deacon Frost wasn't, but known to them had extreme plans of how to um, achieve a goal that maybe they don't want, but he convinces them of and eventually takes out the people that don't agree with him. And everyone else has to sort of bow down to him because he's got the plan. He's got the followers and he's got the will to, uh, to make it happen. But then it was also, it was kind of like to me, Deacon Frost from Blade, by way a little bit of uh, Killmonger from Black Panther. Yeah. Just that sort of, you did us wrong, and now we're going to take your shit. You right. Know? The, the thing to me with Killmonger that made sense is he's looking at Wakanda, mm. saying, you guys have all this advanced tech. Yeah. And you're just, oh, I'm not saying Gravity City went like, no, no, he's justified, saying, yeah. No, but, but it makes sense, mm. because Killmonger's like, you guys have all these infinite resources mm. that you can, and you're doing nothing. You are letting people who look like us suffer. Mm. Okay, so the Gra Gravik's plan works, right? And they take over the planet. 
and then what? Mm. They don't have any, like, look at that friggin' from episode one, like, that one dude was frothing over just, like, that one little um, Cree fruit. Oh, yeah. Like, how is the Skrull taking over Earth going to help them defeat the Cree? Because I feel like that's their... their do they need to? This like. Well, then why do they need to take over Earth? Like, Because they don't have a home. Like... But they do, because they've been living here for 20 years. Yeah. Like, yes, oh, yes they have to hide who they are. Yeah, they're living and I, in secret. The the social justice warrior me would like a little bit more a little bit more metaphor in terms of, you know, mm. maybe like a, a queer or trans kind of thing. Like them having to hide who they are and yeah. pass in person. I think, you know, you could you could do a little couple of subtle nods there. We think about how well the um, X Men films did that. Yeah. Without sort of sitting down and going, Now, children, this is an allegory for it was just Bang! This yeah. makes and you're like, oh my god, I feel really sorry for these mutants. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you just apply mutant with scratch that out and, and insert blah into any it. minority, yeah, press minority, and, yeah. and and it and it feels right. Whereas, yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe, um, but it's like the scroll. No one knows the scrolls. There's a million of them now. Mm. We find out. No one knows they're here, mm. so they're not being oppressed. Um, they're just hide like. Obviously, Gravik's group are you know hiding out in Chernobyl because mm. it's you know I love that that, that they don't um they're not um radioactive and they don't, yeah, yeah they don't get hit by radiation where that where else they can hide Chernobyl I'm like brilliant brilliant yeah. yeah but it's also maybe it's the colonizer in me but I'm also just <laughs> like well they could just get jobs and work like yeah like what yeah I don't know like I mean other than having to hide which you know would be it would like you think maybe yeah maybe have an extra scene where that's thrown in. Because I feel like we got the other side of, not even the argument, but the other half of the point was being made uh, in that the other great scene. Probably was the greatest scene in the episode until uh, the the Rhodey and Fury one, which is just... Oh, the train scene. The train scene. Yeah. Where, you know what, I think we just have to learn now. It's only happened twice. The other one was in Winter Soldier. If Nick Fury starts telling you a story about his childhood... Know that a big reveal is about to happen yeah. because you're using that lift talking about his his grandfather he told you to keep, keep on, on stepping, stepping. <laughs> you know that line again rent free in the head yeah. that um you know he's telling a story about his about uh, either his family or about his own history and you know it's got some cultural significance in there and how it um mm. sort of uh, what it means to his people and then boom oh by the way. Here's three giant ships, you know, uh, that we're building underneath Washington yeah. um, that are going to help us, like, take targets out from the other side of the planet, blah, blah, blah. It's all about safety. You're like, holy shit. This one is like, hey, yeah, my mum and I used to play this game, you know, just like, hey, we were, you know, we were oppressed and blah, 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 and just to keep me uh, entertained in otherwise boring situations. And it was telling me a story, and I'm like, okay, cool, where's this going? Not that I was bored by it, but yeah. you're not doing this because you want to reminisce. You're doing the long con, and then he's like, "Tell me something I don't know about that." And he, oh, you know everything, ever. Tell me something I don't know. And then, okay, how many? Whatever it was, oh, there's a million of us, and that just blew his fucking mind. Because what are we led to believe after Captain Marvel, or even at the start of uh, Episode One, which was just a? I've read that the start of Episode One was initially very, very different, mm-hmm. um, and because it was just otherwise an exposition dump, and they released that first five minutes online. Two or three weeks before yeah, the premiere, yeah, you had to do the weird yeah, special the code, code thing, which was so much fun. And then I watched that, and I actually was a little bit worried about the show because I'm like, this it just felt so like, hey, audience, this is why this matters. But audience, yeah. don't you remember this guy? Audience, wow, what do you feel? I'm like, shut the, 
Stop telling me things. Show me things, right? Yeah. Other than that, I feel like they mentioned somewhere early that it was only like a couple of hundred Kree that were around. That's yeah, you who... would assume however many were on the ship that yep. left at the end of Captain Marvel. I don't think they're breeding like crazy, right? So they're trying to keep their numbers down a little bit. And then here it's like, what, during the blip? Is that what we're learning in that train scene? That during that five years, is that when Talos sent word out? Or I think so, yeah. yeah. Obviously, more had been coming because in the flashback where we first meet Gravik, mm. obviously, you know... Some more they, have come since. They, they went out at the end of Captain Marvel, spent a couple of years trying to find a home, couldn't find one, came mm. back mm. and had some settlements here. Which is a nice touch to show. He hasn't just promised everything in 95 in the movie and then did nothing. Yeah. Sounds like Carol did, though. She just went, bye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. But, yeah, so then obviously, you know, Nick made the promise to them at some point, I'd say in those two years was when he married the, the Skrull mm. lady. Mm. Yeah, and hasn't been able to fulfill his promise. Mm. But, yeah, I would say unchecked. In the, the five years during the blip. Yeah. He's done the Optimus yeah. Prime. We are yeah. waiting. Yeah. Come. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Q Lincoln Park, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm keen to see sort of where that goes. Like, it'll, it'll, it's all working for me so far. I'm, I'm not bored. I'm, like, I'm no. intrigued. I'm not bored. I'm just like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going to happen there? And what's happened? You know. And I dug the first episode. And then the second one ended. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is. Where people were talking about it being slower, those people that actually used their early access and said that uh, it is a little bit slower, like as in terms of action scenes to talkie talkie. But that I was, was fine with oh, me no, though. Absolutely. I no, like you're saying, like that amazing scene with Nick and, and Talos on the on the train. Yeah. That phenomenal scene with uh Fury and Rhodey. Yeah. Well like, that line on the train where Fury's he's like, you know, but this is our home. I wanted to come here because you and he's like, We don't have a, we don't get along ourselves With he's each like other, yeah do you think we have another room for another species in this planet like fury loves these people he wants to love more of them he wants to help talos and he wants to see the best in earth to save our people but he's like we're fucked and you guys are messed up too he's like we can't help you until we help each other like it's a bit sort of old school way like you know, we should all be looking after our own backyards and sorting out our own fucking messes before we try and help someone else's because yeah. otherwise we just take our problems to other people's um, houses. Um, also, though, maybe because they look human, mm. but also up in Norway, there's new Asgard. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they're walking around with all kinds of freaky deaky shit. You yeah. know, there's goat people walking around. They've yeah. got ice creams that celebrate <laughs> the fact that Thanos destroyed half the universe. It's like, yeah. okay, I get that's all in the like Waititiness of it all, but at the same time, it's all canon, guys. Um, yeah. As much as some of the elements from Love and Thunder, we try to um, you know move past, if not forget. But, but um, I mean, I mean, New Asgard was already established in like Endgame as well. Yeah. Like it's it's there. It's yeah, been, yeah, for sure. Yeah. There. I just mean about so, how wild and, and wacky it is because now it's like a tourist destination. Yeah. Everyone, you could, everyone loves those people. I mean, that that's how Jane got Mjolnir was she took mm. the tour. Yeah. You know. It's kind of like, I guess, I've always wondered, because I've never, you know, been in, in depth with the comics and stuff. I've known most of these characters from their adaptations where they are the only ones in their world. Like in X-Men, there's no Spider-Man getting around. There's no Fantastic Four. Same with in Fantastic Four. There were no other superheroes getting around. So... In Fantastic Four, these weird people, they're celebrated like celebrities. You know, Spider-Man, a lot of people love him. In X-Men, everyone fucking hates mutants because they're different. Mm. I'm like, okay, cool. How does, like, how is that going to work in the MCU where we celebrate Thor, he's an alien. The Hulk, we celebrate him because he's an Avenger. You know, we're going to celebrate all these people that have got these weird and wacky powers and shit, but then we're going to get a guy that can heal 
Oh, no, nah, step too far. You're disgusting. Kill him. We're going to get a guy who's got mind powers. Like, other than the fact of the danger they represent, yeah. I mean, power set-wise, there's a lot of dangerous I've, Avengers or other MCU characters we already know. How is it going to work when all of these characters do exist in the same sandbox on a, on a movie sphere where we only get a story every couple of years to explain it as opposed to yeah. a comic every two weeks. Well, I mean, in the comic, obviously, that was the original Civil War was mm. the whole registration. Like, the stuff they've touched on in the X-Men yeah. films about mutant registration and, and the unknownness of it. Where yeah. it like, all the Avengers are unknown. They they make themselves known. Yeah. know who they are. Secret identities are barely a thing in yeah. the MCU. So, um, I think it was touched on a little bit in maybe, what, season two or season three of agents of shield mm-hmm. where they because they didn't have access to mutants at the time they were using inhumans yeah. as the thing that for people to be scared of and stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah. that so yeah it will be interesting to see um the the disconnect between those and how they can make it all seem yeah seem to make sense mm. but um I'm excited. Yeah. No, so, I, yeah, I, I just, I like, yeah, there's hopefully just moments like that ongoing in, in each episode where we're going to have these great talky-talky moments. Yeah. Like, all the action stuff, we know we can, we, we know you guys can take care of that. Like, we haven't yeah. had these amazing set pieces, but I really felt the the threat, the terror yeah. in uh, in that bombing scene at the end of episode yeah, one. Yeah, and if, and if you're not going to have, you know, super-powered people running around, you're not going to have Avengers running around, it's like you need those talky-talkies. Mm. You need the, and so far they're delivering. Yeah. So. The scene where Gravit goes into the council, like when they revealed themselves, well, when you first walk in, actually, they didn't reveal themselves. The British Prime Minister's there. Yeah. And the. Scooter McGavin. Scooter McGavin. <laughs> Shooter. Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Shooter's there as what he. He, he doesn't work for the president. He's the opposition I'm getting from that first yeah, scene that we saw online. You know, he's got like a bit Trump-esque of the way that he was sort of like very shouty and yeah. using very sort of casual language he's, and things. Yeah, he's the Pauline Hanson. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the, I the say US what military. you think. Do you? Mm. What do I think? Doesn't matter. I say it. Brilliant marketing. That felt da- very dangerous because uh, we had been given a brief glimpse of who these people were. So I felt threat there. I'm like, yeah, because they're working both sides. Yeah, and that was oh, no, that was after we'd heard the million. Because I think yeah. before the million reveal, we get the title um, cards against like secret invasion and like the the theme music and shit. And I'm like, I, I'm putting myself in my wife's shoes. They're watching it with me, and it's like, ooh, secret invasion. There's these shape shifting aliens, blah blah blah. And I'm like, does this just seem like, oh god, it's okay, some more superhero alien shit, oh, secret invasion? Because I'm like, there's only a couple of them around, and then they reveal there's a million, and then gets towards the middle, towards the end of the episode. And it's like, no, 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 actual powers are scrolls. We would hope by now, if, if Shooter is there and the British PM is there, we're, I guess, to believe that the US president is not one. Yeah. Because otherwise, why yeah. wouldn't he be there or represented on TV or something? Why wouldn't Shooter mess, uh, mention him or something, yeah. right? Maybe he's revealed to be one. Maybe not. Maybe. But also, you're like... They called out the US president and yeah. Rhodey showed up instead. Yeah, yeah that's you know, true. Because he's like, yeah. hey, he's the most important man on the planet. Yeah. Americans seem to think that. I, important men. Shout like I thought this in episode one. Like he 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 showed up briefly in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but here's Don Cheadle just showing up, doing his fucking job, whatever is asked of him, as well as he is possibly capable of doing it, just waiting his friggin' turn to get his own go around. Like yeah. they said, no, armor wars. Gonna be, it's gonna get, gonna get your own series. And then it's like, hey, hey, actually, it's gonna be so big, we're gonna make it a movie. And I'm like, how has a six-hour show gotten so big? You have to condense it down to two hours. Yeah. 
just for budgetary, whatever. Now it's, it's not even part of their slate. They're not, they're not named when that film's coming. Don't worry, it's still coming. And I'm like, yeah, man, he's been doing his dues since 2010. Yeah. As a bit player, as a sidekick. We've made fun of that fact. We've Rody kept him out of the adventure. Exactly. He's just doing his bit. And like he showed up in Winter Soldier just to be like, hey, yeah, I I knew Cap. I knew Iron Man. You know Cap. We're all, hey, we're, we're what's left over. I'm the government guy, you know. Then shows up in this and I'm like, okay, it'll just be a little teaser. No, no, no. And like he'll show up in other stuff to come as well that we know about. But like he's a bit of a main player in this yeah. point. Like again, just. It- it did also make me think he could be a scroll when there's that thing where he's like, if Slovakia keeps looking at me, I'm going to put on the suit and go carter bowl. I'm I like, love whoa, bro. <laughs> no, I love that. You're in an eight. I need you to two. Whoa. <laughs> so, hey, hats off to Don Cheadle. Yeah. Um, and, and also just for, for, like, Nick Fury was there, Samuel Jackson was there, but that scene was, if, if Don mm. Cheadle doesn't nail that yelling scene in the restaurant, that scene doesn't work. Nick yeah. Fury could have done 150%, but without Rhodey, Doing everything that Don Cheadle did in that scene, yeah. that scene does not work Especially at all. Especially if you're like, you're going to fire me, mm. you, your pay grade is firing me. Is like, like, I yeah, volunteer. <laughs> no one forced me to this <laughs> shit. <laughs> See you later, Fury. Um, this can just be a yay or nay thing because it blew up after episode one before I'd even seen episode one. How did you mm. feel about the um, the opening um, titles being AI generated? If I hadn't skipped them, I maybe could have told you that. There's that skip intro button. I didn't see that the first time around. No, I did. Really? Sure so you just it. skipped it straight. You don't. You don't I've, bother to look. I haven't seen them. See, I I make a point of watching the first episode because I, w- I want to see in any show, and then I always watch them in the last episode. Like I just finished Succession the other day, finally yeah. four weeks after the finale, and I sit there and I watch the opening credits sequence in full, as if as as, as if to farewell the show proper. Right? Uh, it's sad. It's pathetic, but. Okay, f- fair enough. Have you have you watched them at all? Have you, okay, go maybe have a look. Mm-hmm. It probably will drag on now that you've had the luxury of skipping them twice because that yeah. shit blew up for two days. Oh, because it was like made by AI or something? Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, Marvel, you know. They're, they're... I saw that the guy who runs The Boys put up like this weird mm. AI picture of um, Homelander where he's all just like That's right. squished. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I... You know, if someone come out and go, well, you know, the secret invasion is about people that are taking over humans, so it's not quite right. They're not quite human, and so they're trying to look human, but they're not quite there. Mm. And so we've got this AI opening credit sequence, and, like, there is a really mm. weird-looking Samuel L. Jackson there. And that does feel a little bit like the Flash going, oh, no, the CG was intentionally bad. Well, and that's its own conversation. It's yeah. like some of it's like, yeah, I can I, I, yeah, okay, that's its own thing. But thing, yes, but... black or white, yes. I get that argument. But I can understand where people come out and go, well, Marvel have been renowned for the last couple of years of making VFX houses work really, really hard for very, very cheap and really, really quickly. Mm. And then in turn, they're getting, you know, less than stellar CGI output and they're trying to cut down budget, cut down effort, but trying to maximize output and it's just not working. So now it's like, hey, why pay, you know, 20 or 30 people to come up with some amazing visual, um, you know, creation VFX wise for our opening credits? Why don't we just get, you know, AI bot to do it for literally nothing and have four people take credit for it? Because four people are credited with creating it in their credits in the sequence. People like, oh, we'll see some people, someone did work on it. It's like, Four people didn't make that. Yeah. If people made that, it would have required a whole team. Four people are part of the department that got AI to do it. Marvel, you're letting art down. Hardly enough. You're promoting AI art, but you're letting real art down. You should be better. And so the the question was, are they going to have changed it by episode two and just even have black and white 
Letters being crossed out or something. Secret invasion. You know, a little document or yeah, something. Just and just drop a title card and let's get into it. Like, done. You know what I mean? Right. And they didn't. They stuck true to their thing. So yeah. maybe it will come out by the end of it and it will all mean something or it will just I, be the cheapest looking thing that I Marvel. I feel like Marvel are a little bit meh in the idea that like, they don't like credits going over the actual show. Mm. So the only reason they have a three cool. yeah, yeah. is because they want to put up all the credits that they have to for yeah. all the, the stars and the writers and directors. Because it does make it look very network TV to do that, I feel like. Yeah. You know, to, to have all that dialogue or action and you've got, you know, who the second unit director was or something. Correct. It does feel like. Yeah, week to week, forty minute episode with ads, TV sort of situation. So, yeah. and anyway, and it's a movie thing too. Movies very much. Yeah, you have that opening credit scene to mm. get rid of all your credits, yep. and then go through. So, yep. yeah. Now on board. I, I'm I'm glad because I was really looking forward to it, and I've I've loved it so far. So uh, now I've just got my longest wait until episode three because oh, I yeah. hung on for episode one, but I'm not doing that anymore because I'm sick of the internet ruining shit for me. It's happened yes. too many times with too many shows. Like I said, Succession, but that spoils me. Anyway, Ooh. didn't start watching it until after season four premiered, so it was my own fault. Should have picked it up years ago. Secret Invasion episode three next week. Uh, right now though, we've just uh, wrapped up Promises and Resurrection episodes one and two. Uh, Thumbs up. Titles, I know. Go. I remembered. Out of order, it was Resurrection and then Promises. Yeah, right. But uh, anyway, we uh, we push on. Marvel Talk on your left, episode 10. Are we going to come back after episode four? Or we do like one, two, three, four, Mate, five, Mate, you, you come back as soon as you're ready to be bothered by me. I, I will be back as, as often as you would like. Oh. Probably more often than you would like because <laughs> I bother you about everything. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back to, I, want to, I want to talk about it. We say that after every Marvel TV show. Yeah. And then, you know, like you said, we kind of finished Moon Knight, and then here we are now, a year and a half later. So, um, and we'll be excited. While we we're talking about this, I did get an email saying The Witcher season three is now available on Netflix. You're so. right. Well, as we record this, it was yeah. it was today. Half of season three is out now. Oh, we get a part two, like Stranger Things. Thing. We get it in a month. Yeah, right. build up hype right. twice, right. and I guess right. now it's like, hey, it's back, and in a month it'll be like, hey, Henry Cavill's last one. Yeah, farewell performance. Yeah. Although the um, one of the executive producers of it said, "Hey, the handover between Henry Cavill playing Geralt mm. and uh, Liam Hemsworth, it will be quote unquote flawless." And I'm like, on on that um, personified be... version of the Anchorman meme, going, I don't believe you. It's going to be full Doctor Doctor Who regeneration. <laughs> Basically, just, yeah. yeah. To be more like Bold and the Beautiful or Days of Our Lives back in the day, where uh... we'll just have Liam Hemsworth pop up and they're like. The role of Geralt of Rivia will now yeah. be played by Liam Hemsworth. As they, as they unwrap bandages off his yes. head after getting attacked by some kind of Brilliant, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, you look younger and not quite as intimidating. And yeah, 300 pounds lighter. <laughs> Four inches shorter. Get into Geek.